0: This is from the old school, new school.
1: I'm your host, Hisham Tilawi. We are coming to you live from the Republic Broadcasting Network. And uh, today's date is June the 11th, 2017. Unbelievable. Six months of Donald Trump, and it seems like years. Well, I don't know if you um, heard about what's going on with Qatar and Saudi Arabia. We will be discussing that issue and tell you my perspective on that deal. It looks like uh, Donald Trump will not be visiting England. He had scheduled a... Trip to England later on this year But it looks like they Cancelled it because He is not welcome In The UK And of course The last thing Donald Trump wants is a Demonstration against him In London You do remember when Barack Obama went to visit Germany i think like 250,000 people came out now i'm not you know comparing uh i'm not a fan of Barack Obama but i'm just uh giving you that information to see how people perceive our president uh something else on the travel ban, if you remember, Donald Trump wanted to the courts to act quickly, especially after the England bombing in Manchester and the uh, uh, the problem last week on the bridge, the incident. so donald trump said that our court need to act quickly on the travel ban but this is the issue i think donald trump is using this travel ban or ban as as a political issue to raise but in fact He's not doing anything on the ground to do anything about it. And let me tell you what I'm talking about. The courts have sent Donald Trump documents for his legal team to answer, to convince the court why this travel ban needs to be in place. And thus far, the legal team, and it's been over a month, the legal team has not sent anything to the court. Nothing. They are moving so slow on answering the courts. I mean, if someone wants the courts to hurry up and do something, you would think they will hurry up and reply to the courts of why the ban is needed. But thus far, they have not even started on it. But that's not it. Remember the extreme vetting that Barack Obama put in place? Extreme vetting, number one, anyone applying as a refugee to come to the United States will go through two years of interviews and monitoring. Two years. And they only take people like families and they have to prove almost everything from the day they were born until the day they arrived at whatever location to apply to come to the United States. Extreme vetting. And I know Because I have met some of these people, and what they go through to be issued a visa to come to the United States, it's unbelievable. This was the case when Barack Obama was president. Now, six months after Donald Trump, he has not... And he has some executive powers that he can do to deal with this immigration issue. He has not changed nothing, absolutely zero, nothing in the vetting process that was there when Obama was there. So if this travel, but you see, reality is there is no problem with these people coming here. We're not talking about, show me one incident where an immigrant has committed a crime of terrorism. Now, I know some of you going to call me and say, oh, yeah, they committed this. Yeah, I mean, that's a crime against people individually that would be committed by any American. Like somebody might call here and say, yeah, the immigrant who um, molested a girl or something. You know, it was all over the news. Did it happen? Probably did. And, And look, these people are also humans who make mistakes. You know, it's not like we don't have girls being molested in the United States by people But yet, when someone does it who's an immigrant, then it takes on a whole different scheme. Why? Now, we're talking about immigrants committing terrorist acts here. So I don't want someone to tell me, oh yeah, they robbed this and they stole this and they did this. No. I don't want to hear that. That is crimes punishable by law against individuals. I'm talking about Crimes of terrorism against just random people. The reason is because of the vetting process that we have in place. But if Donald Trump thinks it, need, it needed or it needs to be changed, why he has not changed anything? He doesn't need courts to change the procedure of how people come here. He has not changed nothing, zero, which tells you that this immigration thing and immigrants from these Muslim countries is not really an important issue for Donald Trump. But it is an important issue for him politically to keep his people who support him, and we know who they are, these anti-immigrants, anti-any-color And they are a minority by the way, they are a minority, but there is a good number of them out there. So, extreme vetting is there and he has not changed anything. Let's get into the Qatar thing. Now, I'm not a fan of Qatar. Now, let me tell you, um, if you don't know the geography there, you have the Persian Gulf on the right-hand side and the Red Sea on the left-hand side, if you can imagine that or look on a map. And Qatar is a very small nipple, for lack of better words, sticking out... Of the Arabian Peninsula with a population of 250,000. Yes, quarter of a million. But they happen to actually have the richest spot on earth for liquid gas and oil production, but liquid gas is their thing. And this emirate, the Qatar emirate, it's called emirate because the ruler is called emir, which is an English prince, so emir has an emirate, just like a king has kingdom, and emir has an emirate. So it's a very rich country, they started Al Jazeera, which made it to be global, and they pumped billions of dollars, billions of dollars in Al Jazeera. Now, I'm no fan of Al Jazeera because to me, Al Jazeera was part of the big global plan. Actually, the big Zionist plan to divide and control the Middle East, the Arab countries, and neutralize every Arab country there is. And they planned this back in 1982 with something called the Israeli or Israel's plan for the Middle East. Now, we know what happened in Syria and Iraq and Egypt and Yemen and Libya and all these wars. We talked about it. We're not going to go through that. Something that was called the Arab Spring. All of you remember that? There was no Arab Spring at all. All it was is the Israeli plan of dividing and destroying these countries from Within and they started on Iraq. When George Bush went to destroy Iraq, he was implementing the Israeli plan, the one that was written in 1982, and then another plan that was written in 1996 by Paul Wolfowitz and others. The clean break plan that was written by these people, you can look it up, and given to Netanyahu in 1996, but they could not implement it because Bill Clinton was the president. And they waited until George Bush, until they chose and picked George Bush to be the president so they can implement phase, the first phase of the plan, which is destroying Iraq, as it was put in that plan back in 1996. Now remember, in 2003 George Bush attacked Iraq for nothing, for absolutely nothing no reason, but he was under command Remember who was in George Bush's first government, his cabinet? Paul Wolfowitz, Douglas Fife, etc., etc., you know all the people who were around him making decisions. In that plan, they said Removing Saddam Hussein from power is an Israeli objective in its own right. That's exactly what they said there. And in their 1982 plan, they said the removal of Saddam Hussein will allow the destruction and the creation of statelets within Iraq, small and ineffective. And fighting each other. And that's exactly what's going on now in Iraq. And the same plan. They moved it to Syria, Libya. And everything. Uh, Yemen. They're still fighting. And that's something that the United States. Under Barack Obama forced. But you see our presidents. They are only characters in a play. They pick them for the moment. But the plan it does not it is not affected by who the president is to a certain point but each character has something to do <clears throat> now they finished off uh, by the way libya they said oh we need to go there so we can take care of libya libya was a heaven For the Libyans. But because Muammar Gaddafi said that he wasn't going to use, he was going to use gold bullion for people who wants to buy his oil. That he's going to stop the dollar. Libyans are still fighting. You don't hear about it, but they are still fighting and they're still dying to this day. Syrians the same way. Iraqis the same way. Yemenis the same way. Egyptians the same way. But they finished with all these countries. Now, let these countries burn. And eventually, just like in any fire, eventually it will be put down. People will get tired. New generations will come. So, the fighting in Yemen has been going on in Libya, in Syria. And it's going to go on, you know, World War I. I don't know how many years did it last. Um... 1917, 19, uh, what, about three years or something like that? And World War Two, the same thing. But these battles and these wars in these Arab countries still going on since 2003 when George Bush went into Iraq. 14 years ago? We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Current Issues, the radio show. Coming to you live from the Republic Broadcasting Network. Our phone number is 800-313-9443 for those of you who would like to be a part of the program. And our website is at www.republicbroadcasting.org. And uh, I would love to take a moment now and remind you of what Republic Broadcasting Network is. As most of you know, that John Stead Miller has created this platform with different hosts and different opinions. And you do receive different opinions. This is this is one of probably I don't want to say the only network, but one of the few networks that you will receive different opinions on different subjects. And you decide. You decide. You know. Sometimes people send me messages saying, "Oh, such and such host said this about Islam. Such and such source said this." You know. It's their right to say whatever they want to say. You know, like the show that comes after me. They are completely the opposite of what I say. And this is a true medium. Republic broadcasting is a true medium. It's a, This is true journalism. So... Whatever you can do, you've heard the commercial um, a while ago, or actually, I guess it's a commercial, even though it's not a paid commercial because it was about Republic broadcasting. But I do want to ask you to go on the website and pledge10 dollars, ten dollars a month. Now, I know they said in the commercial, 10, 20, a hundred. I just want to tell you $10 a month and I think all of you can do that. So please go on the website republicbroadcasting.org and pledge $10 a month. Now if you could do more do more. But at least do the $10 a month. Anyway let's get back into the Qatar Saudi Arabia thing. So we understand that the Israeli plan is to destroy these countries, so what they have done, now, they can't do it on their own, they have to use Uncle Sam, because Uncle Sam is the strongest man on earth, it's the strongest country, it's the one with the military might that can destroy this world over and over and over again. Our president is the strongest man on earth, period. There is no stronger man than our president. And so, and since our country is engulfed and controlled by Zionist agenda, and all of you, most of you listeners, Know that when they're going to go through how they control it, you know how they control it, but since we, this this doesn't matter, he could be the strongest person in the globe or in the universe, I meant to say, and he still will be controlled by the Zionists, the Jewish lobby, and the Jewish lobby is controlled by the Likud party in Israel, which is the party of Netanyahu. And Netanyahu has been there to make sure that this plan is carried out by the, no matter who the American administration is. They finished off the Fight. I mean, they finished off these countries like Yemen, Syria, Iraq, they put them on fire, and now their attention is paid to the Gulf area. You see, the United States administrations throughout, they had given the Gulf area kingdom... All right, I see we are taking the break now, so we will be right back, but hold on to that thought because it's very important. So we'll be right back. <laughs>
4: you are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
5: Hey there, quick question for you. Would you be okay with more energy, more endurance, thicker, healthier hair, a better mood, reduced appearance of wrinkles, improved sleep, improved blood pressure and cholesterol profiles, improved vision, improved memory, Okay, then. Well, now, have you heard of Nature's Youth RSF? It's from the anti-aging experts at Nature'sYouth.com. Nature'sYouth.com. See, at Nature's Youth, they understand exactly what it means to provide top-quality health products. And Nature's Youth customers not only improve their health, they know they're also providing their body with the right nourishment to maintain that peak performance and fight the aging process. If health, wellness, and nutrition are what you desire, choose Nature's Youth RSF. I did. You see, you're going to get older. It's just up to you how you feel when you get there. Get started today. Nature's Youth RSF. Simple to use, simple to order. Go to naturesyouth.com.
6: That's naturesyouth.com. naturesyouth.com.
3: Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible?
1: your show. We're coming to you live from the Republic Broadcasting Network. Today is June the 11th and I will be here next Sunday, but the following three Sundays I may miss because I'm going to be traveling overseas. And um, I will try. See, there's eight hours difference between here and there. And sometimes it's not easy um, to, uh, uh, to make it. So, uh, I might do uh, uh, a show or two from over there and I might not, but definitely, um, uh, I will be here next week. Now, let's get back to what we're talking about. So they finished off all these countries. They are in turmoil and it's going to take years and years and years for These wars to actually settle down. And by the time they settle down, all these countries will be divided. Uh, Yemen, Syria, Iraq. Iraq is is very much finished, divided and finished. Uh, But in the plan, also, there is... They want to divide Saudi Arabia. They want to divide other countries like Egypt. They want to break them up into smaller chunks, fighting amongst each other. And the reason we have wars still going on in Syria and Iraq and Libya and Yemen, because different uh, uh, political agendas are in place, and uh, most of the times these agendas are not the local agenda. Anyway... So, what you're seeing now in the Gulf areas is very much this Arab Spring, which, by the way, uh, I call it Hebrew Spring, because, uh, by the way, uh, the words in Arabic, Arab is Arab and or, or Arabi, and in Hebrew... It's aibri. It's the same letters. You very much change. You switch two letters and it becomes the other. So I call it the Hebrew spring. To me, this is what's happening. Uh, Qatar has delivered. Now, by the way, Qatar was like the number one uh, agent for the, United, for the United States and for the Zionist plan. Even though they're saying, oh, they are supporting terrorists. Well, let me tell you about supporting terrorists. And by the way, the president is saying one thing and his secretary of state is saying another thing. Uh, uh, The president is coming out with his tweets. And I have been saying from day one, take the phone away from him. Don't let him tweet. Today, Lindsey Graham, uh, senator from uh, North Carolina, he said... uh, that Trump is his his own worst enemy and he needs to stop tweeting. Because he's tweeting against his uh, attorney general, the, the, the Justice Department. He's tweeting against his own Secretary of State. His Secretary of State saying, we need to find a solution and ease this blockade that Saudi Arabia and other countries have put on Qatar. And Trump comes out and says... That it's okay. That Qatar needs to change, needs to do this. They want to destroy Qatar and replace the ruling family with another ruling family. That's what they want to do. And that's what they have been doing in all these places, in all these countries. Remove the government there and come up with a government that's going to do whatever Israel wants it to do. Now, the thing about supporting terrorism, in the beginning of the Syrian war, I don't want to call it civil war because most of these people came from the outside, the United States put these groups in because they wanted to remove the president Bashar al-Assad, they wanted to remove him based on the Israeli demand, so they sent Al-Qaeda, now remember Al-Qaeda is a CIA creation and they use it everywhere they want They want it. All these people who were with Al-Qaeda, they sent them to Yemen, they sent them to Libya, they sent them to Syria. But the United States was supporting all these groups and I still remember John McCain going on there and saying... We need to make Saudi Arabia and Qatar pay for that. We don't need to pay for it. And he was criticizing Barack Obama for flipping the bill on these terrorist groups, Al-Qaeda, which changed its name to Al-Nusra Front in Syria, and ISIS, which they created. And the United States was paying... So they forced these countries to pay and they forced Qatar to pay for Al-Nusra Front that is a terrorist organization. It's on on the State Department's list of terrorist organizations. But we created it, the United States, created it and financed it and forced Qatar to support it financially. And now we are coming back and saying, oh, we need... To change Qatari government because they are supporting terrorists. Well, you told them to, you, no, not you told them to, you forced them to. You forced Qatar to support these groups that are fighting in Syria and fighting in Iraq that you are calling terrorists. You know, this reminds me of when Saddam Hussein was fighting the war against Iran. And Saddam Hussein was winning. So the Iranians, the Khomeini at that time, he sent in a one million man army. And so Saddam Hussein cannot defend against a one million man army. So the CIA suggested, advised, and supplied chemical weapons for him to use. The only way you're going to... Stop this is if you use chemical weapons. So they gave him the chemical weapons. He used it and it worked. Now, he didn't use it to kill a million. No, but once they found out there's chemical weapons, then they backed off. So we gave him the chemical weapons and we even defended him at the United Nations when the United Nations Security Council wanted to do something about it back in nineteen. 88, I think, they, we have supported him at the United Nations, and we stopped a resolution condemning Iraq for using chemical weapons. We vetoed that resolution in the Security Council, so we advised him, we supplied him, we suggested it, we gave him the material to use, and then we come back 30 years later To say he needs to go because he used chemical weapons. Now we are... Now uh, Trump is saying the Qatari needs to go. Or the Qatari government. The Emir needs to go because they supported terrorists. You understand all that? But this is all part... And by the way, Saudi Arabia. It's coming. She is in the queue for destruction and splitting up into three or four different statelets. So this is the plan working. That's what's going on with Qatar and Saudi Arabia. All right, the phone number is 800-313-9443, 800-313-9443. Let me say it slowly, 800 313 four three if you would like to be a part of the program. And I'm going to the phones now with Renee in North Carolina. Renee. Well, you're absolutely correct. It is
8: about the colonial powers stealing and divvying up the resources. And this has been this goes way back. Now there is a documentary on YouTube called Secrets of the Seven Sisters. And see, the Seven Sisters is what they used to call the oil companies, okay? This goes way back, nicknamed in the 1950s, where this oil cartel... They Instead of working against each other, they decided to form a cartel and work together. And Secrets of the Seven Sisters tells history that I know, because I'll tell people about the Seven Sisters. are going, what's that? And well-informed people, okay? And I will send them this documentary. Uh, the thing is, I, but I don't blame the Jews so much, because they wouldn't be over there if it wasn't for the Balfour Agreement. You know, it's kind of like you say, oh, you know, my 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 neighbor needs a home, but I don't want him in mine, so I'm not going to give him a part of Arizona. Here, here, so, or, or part of Britain, okay, we want to take this land from you over here. Here, we're going to take your land and give it to them because we think they need a home. How crazy is that? And so the thing is, I think it was part of a long-range plan to get to use them as an excuse. By the Anglo-American Empire. And these people that are always wanting to go, oh, is the Jesuits the Jesuits? Did Rome, did the Pope send armies into Afghanistan and Iraq? No. Their time of empire is in the past. The Anglo-American Empire is Britain and America. Like you said, the most powerful military makes them the big dog to be able to go take the food from everybody else. The Anglo-American Empire... Is the Protestants, but they always trying to pin everything on the Catholics, the Jews, the blacks, and anyone else they can think of. And until a lot of these white boys develop the moral courage to face the truth that is part of, I'm not saying you, if you didn't do it, but they, they're so tribal, they take it as if, you're, oh, you're blaming me, you're blaming me. No, but part of your group, yeah, that's who
1: did this. Well, uh, you are very much uh, correct, and uh, you hit the nail on the head, uh, especially when you said the Belfort Declaration, which basically gave the land of Palestine to uh, uh, the Jews of Europe, who, by the way, have nothing absolutely – and you see, this is how they uh, they destroyed uh, history. And you know, saying that oh, this is their ancient land, they've been there for like 3,000 years. No, they have not. The people who have been there for 3,000 years are still there after 3,000 years. Yeah, trying to live on a postage stamp as
8: it keeps shrinking. And don't get me wrong, the Jews are doing evil against the uh, Palestinians but most of it, let's face it, they would have no power without the power of America and America's military behind them they would not be able to do this Uh, they are the excuse the thing is, if America wanted to stop them, they could do it in a minute by stop sending them money and invading countries for them I'm sorry, but I think in some ways the Jews have agreed to be the scapegoat those two powers are working together, and the group's got, okay, yeah, we'll take the hit, okay, but you got to give us so many million for allowing us to be your scapegoat, but we know who has the power, the the American military has it, and the thing is, none of this, if they didn't want another thing that gets under my skin, oh, the Jews, if you go against them, they won't let you in office and stuff. Well, yeah, they did nail Cynthia McKinney, okay, but let me tell you, if the predominantly white WASP Congress, okay, with their large number, wanted to stand up and stop all this. And where were they when they were doing this to Cynthia McKinney, okay? It would stop tomorrow.
1: Yes, I agree. Thank you, Renee. I appreciate the call, and uh, Renee is very knowledgeable and very educated Uh, On all of these issues and uh, if some of you don't know who Cynthia McKinney is, she was a congressman uh, who very much opposed the Zionist uh, agenda in Washington and they very much uh, destroyed her. Anyone who stands up to them will either be killed or will be destroyed politically politically. And they have the power. They have the financial power to control our politics. Remember, if you have money, you control politics. Period. And you need to also know something else. Maybe some of you know that. And I mentioned this earlier in the program. You need to understand that it doesn't really matter who the president is they don't care who wins they don't care because whoever wins will be their puppet you know everybody went gaga over donald trump speech to the republican jewish Council, and when he told them, I don't need your money, and everybody took it as oh, he's standing up to the Jewish lobby, he doesn't need their money. But we know what happened when he became president. If someone goes to the Wailing Wall, that they call Wailing Wall, and by the way, this wall, they say it was there from the temple. It is not. They have not. It has been proven, and history, it is proven. It was built at the time of the Umayyad Caliph, a Muslim, the Second Dynasty. To rule Islam, I believe in the 7th century, or even after, it was part of these walls, the wall, that wall, that particular wall. Uh, by the way, up to now, they have been digging, archaeologists, Israelis, and whoever else, and so far, they have not been able to find not even one one evidence that a temple was actually on that spot. And that wall that they pray to it is a Muslim wall. But yet, they go there, they, they put these letters in there, and the only president who went to the wall while he is president. Now, all of them went when they were candidates, but Trump was the only one. That went when he was president. We'll be right back.
0: Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep, a catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. 212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's triple eight two one two eight eight seven one or or NutriMedical.com. This is Dr. Bill Deagle
4: of the NutriMedical Report 12 to 3 Monday to Friday. Collins are welcome to the show. You can order at 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com.
10: It's time for you to have your own custom smartphone app for your business and pay way less than you can imagine introducing the i can get to silent salesman mobile marketing app a global mobile marketing and communication tool for your business go to appsapart.com and learn how you could earn up to thirty six thousand three hundred fifty one dollars or more per month just by inviting two people or less into a fourteen dollar and ninety five cent per month program go to appsapart.com and be sure to watch the video at the top of the site and listen to the audio message from the ceo near the bottom
1: And gentlemen, well, we're going to go straight to the phone since we only have a few minutes left. Let's go to Frank in North Carolina. Frank.
4: Yes, I have um, unlimited frustration with my people uh, because uh, they, they are destroyed for lack of knowledge, lack of courage. They are ballless. Uh, however, the, the few that would get in there that do have the courage to stand up, people like Cynthia McKinney, they, they don't. You don't stay in there very long unless you ple- pledge allegiance to these people. And I want to. I, I, I don't think people realize how terrified people are of Jews in general. People are terrified of Jews as though they were the most uh, villainous, vengeful, uh, crazy, organized crime group there is. They will go after you with a viny- with a vengeance. If you try and stand up to their domination, the Jews control through Washington D.C. Uh, in some ways, their propaganda arm in places like uh, Hollywood, California, L.A., uh, New York City, also in London. People think that you know that these uh, countries like London and places like that are controlled by these old white guys. No, for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. England has been controlled by Jews, the Rothschilds.
1: That's that's, that's where they're main, all that that's stuff. where they have in control is, by the way. That's their main base.
4: Right. But but, but they manipulate all of this stuff. I mean the Rothschild uh, woman, uh, I, I don't have the information in front of me, but she she basically said there are there there are, is no war unless we say there is. They're behind all of this and every, everybody these these wimpy white guys and, and, and they sell out and a lot of them are just ignorant. I mean, I try and wake people up about this all the time. They don't want to hear it because they're scared of it, or they're brainwashed Christians. They're these e- evangelical uh, Zionist Christians. They don't want to hear it because they've been brainwashed. They don't want to go against it. But but more than anything, it's fear.
1: It's it's fear. Yeah. Very good. Appreciate it, Frank. Thanks. Thanks. Let's go to Byron very quick in Canada.
4: Thank you that. I just, I
5: just thought you should bring up maybe uh, uh, last week Amnesty International came out with a report that said the United States gave ISIS over $1 billion worth of arms. So, uh, you know, when they're saying that uh, uh, Qatar is supporting terrorism, I think it's, uh, they should look at themselves, at really, who is. But nothing will be said. I haven't seen CNN bring it up or anything like that, but... Uh, I'm sure you've seen the report anyway where uh, Amnesty International said the United States give ISIS over a billion dollars. That's all I wanted to say.
1: Very good. Thanks, Byron. Um, And also, you know, we've talked about this before with ISIS and the United States. The United States has many times supplied ISIS with weapons. American planes dropping weapons to ISIS. Now, we don't know how many times they did, but many times when they are caught doing it, they will say, oh, it was meant to go to the Kurds or it was meant to go to this group, but by mistake because it's complicated there. And the land is this and the land is that. Yeah, we can see a license plate from space, but we can't, we don't know what group we are dumping weapons on. And many times the United States was caught dumping weapons to ISIS. All right, that's all we have for you. Like we always say, go do the right thing. We'll see you next week for sure. God's will. So for right now, goodbye and take care.